0: The diamond I realized that I have to be carried this is one time time to I I Empathy Museum presents a mile in my shoes. These shoes are a pair of bright blue skater shoes. They have an Aztec pattern on the side that makes them very brightly coloured. The laces are very neatly tied on the front, and they don't look all that well-worn. These shoes belong to Sarah. This is her story. I knew that I was different from an early age. I grew up in a conservative, evangelical Christian town. My dad was a minister. My mom was a teacher at the only private school in town. And... While I performed very well at school and I was super engaged in my church community, usually at least two days a week, I had a secret that I carried for a very long time. And I ran from my story for the first two decades of my life because I didn't know how to speak my truth. I grew up as a closeted gay kid in a very Christian community and my Faith culture told me that if I were to identify as gay or be gay, it meant that I would go to hell and that I would be alienated from God and my church community for the rest of my life. They never said this to me directly. In fact, I'm sure they never knew they were talking to me. All throughout middle school and high school, I poured myself into academics and extracurriculars and service activities. I loved school, and I really enjoyed doing things that benefited other people. I volunteered at my church all throughout high school and college. I played in the worship band, and I helped with a church plant, and I taught the youth group. And I really enjoyed it. And there was also this part of me that wondered... Would these people still love me if they knew this thing about me that I have worked so hard to hide, so hard to disappear? I thought that just by ignoring it, that by just pushing it down further inside of me, pretending that it didn't exist, I somehow wouldn't be gay. I remember I spent countless hours and days and nights trying to pray the gay away. I never told anyone. I never told my parents or my sister or any teachers or anyone in church. I just thought that if I could silently pray this thing out of me, that maybe God would see me and change me in some way so I could be acceptable to other people. I would code my journal entries just in case anyone found them. I used to call being gay the thorn in my side because the Apostle Paul in the Bible writes cryptically about something he was experiencing as the thorn in his side, and that's what I would call it. There is a song I remember that I wrote when I was 11 or 12, and the lyrics were, damn me, damn these lies, my heart's outside my chest, my world is compromised. and I continually felt like I was living in this paradox that I couldn't quite come to grips with. After college I was still closeted and while everyone else was going out with guys and I was kind of the one wondering if anyone noticed that I wasn't really interested in dating. I didn't have a girlfriend Even all through college, there was nothing externally that might have given away that I was gay. But I started to wonder how long will it be before everyone pairs off until they wonder what's wrong with Sarah? After college, I went overseas and I did missions work in Africa for six and a half months, and. As I was there, I started to realize that all of these different tenets of my faith and these doctrines that I had become so self-righteous to be able to espouse to anyone uh, started to sort of unravel. And I realized that different cultures process faith and spirituality in so many different ways. And if I had an incomplete picture about my faith or spirituality or the divine in some of these elements, what if maybe I had an incomplete understanding of what it meant to be fully me what if I actually could come to terms with my story and start to be honest and authentic for the first time after I got back from Africa I made the drive from Nashville Tennessee to Denver Colorado and along that long stretch of road I just remember thinking wouldn't it be nice if I could come home to myself in some sense That the mountains could be my fortress as they began to unravel the pieces of my story in a way that perhaps would be life-giving. I'd spent so many years bottled up in in shame and fear and secrecy, and what if other people would find out? What would they think of me then? That I never dared to fully live and express who I was in my fullness. What began as an attempt to try to extract the root of my gayness, as I was told in some capacity might be possible from faith communities, turned into this wild realization that maybe I could fully integrate all of myself. All of a sudden, my, my worldview began to be expanded. I came into contact with other gay Christians, which I did didn't even think existed, let alone in a city I moved to without knowing anyone. And suddenly I I began to have a more expansive perception of the divine, of who I was as a human, as my expression of spirituality and sexuality and physicality. I could be all of myself. I will admit, I did undergo some really challenging heartbreak as I came out to my community back in Tennessee. I barely talked to my family for a year, friends that I had done life with for years in my church there, cast me off, sent me emails saying who even was I, had I just been pretending that I knew better, and I had the hardest year of my life, that year of coming out that I honestly didn't know if I would live through. But I learned that the only way to peace is through the pain. And if I ever wanted to be someone who could encourage other people to be honest and authentic and love themselves and others fully and freely, I had to do that first for myself. It took some time, but all of a sudden, around me, authentic community began to blossom. I became so much more than my sexuality, so much more than my faith, I became fully me. Last year, I got married, something I never thought I would say. The pastor of my progressive church officiated our ceremony, and my entire family was there. Although our beliefs do not align, and we don't always see eye to eye in our worldview, We love each other, and we've been able to create a space for one another, to hear each other's different perspectives on life, and just to live life together. It is a beautiful thing to be able to birth that kind of authentic engagement in a community around you. And while I would not want to live through my experience again, I wouldn't change it for the world. Being gay has allowed me to see the world in a way that I would not otherwise have seen because of my own inherent white privilege, because of the faith that I grew up and into that I would never otherwise have seen outside of. It has challenged me to love people on the margins, to listen to people's stories, and to celebrate diversity. We all belong to each other. And I don't have to earn my place at the table anymore because it's big enough for all of us. Sarah's story was produced by Ryan Fu. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile In My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.